If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. Hi, this is Ed Dollister and welcome to the second episode of the IndieCast. Yes, we've made it to double digits, assuming you count using Roman numerals, of course. And I'll be bringing you your weekly look at indie news from around the world. Many thanks to all of you who have emailed me and posted on the forum saying they're enjoying the show. It's still in its early stages and as more news are released and we look at different aspects of indie fandom, I'm sure it'll get a little bit longer. Now, taking a leaf out of Jason and Pete's Grail Diary, let's have a look at some of the indie birthdays for November. Celebrating on the 3rd was Kate Capshaw, who played, of course, nightclub singer Willie Scott and his Mrs. Spielberg. Michael Byrne, who played Colonel Vogel in The Last Crusade, celebrated his 67th birthday on November 7th. Incidentally, this was the second time he played a Nazi opposite Harrison Ford, the first time being in, I think it was 1979's Force 10 from Navarone. And get this, in both movies, his character ends up falling off a cliff. Talk about typecasting. And finally, Alison Doody, best known for her role as Elsa, I talk in my sleep Schneider, celebrated her birthday on November 11th. Now let's start with the news. Dr. Jones, now you must understand that this is all strictly confidential. Huh? I understand. Every clue he followed, every discovery he made. These pages are taken from Professor Jones' diary, Your Highness. Archaeology is the search for fact, not truth. With the success of Beowulf, there has been a multitude of interviews with its star Ray Winston, and naturally talk moved to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Speaking with The Times, Winston said, Steven Spielberg is directing, and as soon as you see the first shot, you know you're in a Spielberg movie. No word on how they will integrate the Paramount logo into the opening sequence. Last episode, we mentioned how Winston described how Harrison Ford was running around like a 17-year-old. This week, he described Harrison as fit as a butcher's dog. Apparently next week, Winston describes Harrison as someone whose clown needs a friend. If you're in Sydney on Friday, November 30th or Saturday, December 1st, the Sydney Symphony Orchestra will be holding the music of John Williams at the Sydney Opera House and will be conducted by Chicago-based Grammy Award winner Arnie Roth. The first half features selection from Williams' landmark scores, including Raiders of the Lost Ark, while Act 2 comprises solely of pieces from the six Star Wars films. I'll be flying up for the concert and we'll have a review in an upcoming indie cast. For tickets, book at www.tickatech.com.au. And finally, a new indie fan documentary is currently in production called Indie Fans and the Quest for Fortune and Glory. It's directed by Brandon Clayler and sees a DVD release for the summer of 2008. The documentary covers everything from the original movies to the Walt Disney attractions and of course the fans, and talks about the difficulties of being an indie fan. Hey, if you think that's tough, try being a Radioland Murders fanboy. Thanks to Mitchell for the heads up, and for details visit www.indiefansfilm.com. And now, let's take a look at collecting. Don't worry, this is kids' play. Indiana Jones, Tote, and Cairo Swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark Collection, new from Kenner. You know how long I've been looking for that? All your life? All my life. 
TheRaider.net has reported that General Giant have sculpted an exclusive 7-inch Indiana Jones figure for sale at Disneyland's Temple of the Forbidden Eye and Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular at Walt Disney World's Disney Hollywood Studios. The figure comes complete with a Chachapoy and Fertility Goddess Idol, Thuggy Sword, Grail Diary, and an awesome temple display base. The figure should be available from December exclusively at the Disney theme parks. Sadly, there has been no word on the shirtless Marcus Brody figure. It's today's mail. It's been opened. Dr. Schneider, message from Berlin. I should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers. Wow, after only one episode, we've had a huge amount of emails, so thanks to everyone for your suggestions for segments and feedback, especially that Nigerian doctor wanting me to donate some money to him. Again, the show is in its early stages, so I'll be adding some features as we travel along. First up, we had an email from Jeff who wrote, I had heard that there will be some 30 figures this year, maybe more encompassing all four films. Uh, the first wave, first quarter of 08. Just when is the first quarter in Hasbro's definition? Could we see these leak out a little during the Christmas shopping season? Well, thanks to Dan Curdo from CoolToyReview.com who was able to shed some light on this. Uh, yes, there certainly will be 30 figures from the four films, but sadly we won't get to see any of these before Christmas. Most likely we'll see some images hitting after the holidays. The final products will be hitting the stores in April. So to tide you over, at least you can visit CoolToyReview.com and you can look at some of the loose photos from the Toy Fair as well as some of the packaging to tide you over, I guess. Our next email is from Rob who suggested I do a segment on indie video games and don't worry, I'll certainly be covering that aspect of indie fandom and he also sent in an easter egg on the LEGO Star Wars Complete Saga game that was recently released. Not sure if this is for all platforms, um, I've myself got a Wii at home and uh, I'm holding off till I finish Super Mario Galaxy. But you can play through the game as Lego Indie, which is pretty cool. Just uh, watch the Lego Indie trailer in the trailers room, which is accessible from the cantina's bonus room, and then you buy the character of Indie for only 50,000 studs. Cool. Thanks for the tip. Finally, we've got an Indie tale from Eric. Eric writes, My first Indiana Jones memory came when my grandmother and my mother took me to see Raiders in the theatre. Neither of them had any idea what Indiana Jones was. I'll never forget my grandmother's reaction to the Well of Souls scene with all of the snakes. And then that Christmas, my mum got me all the Indiana Jones toys from that first Kenner set. I love stories like that. You know, you get to see a film, you love it, and then for Christmas, your parents do something really cool, and they get you all the Indiana Jones toys. That is a great memory. I remember when my dad uh, took me to see it in Australia. Before movies in Australia, in, in the um, 70s and early 80s, they used to have short films. I don't know if that's how it that they used to do it over in the States and elsewhere in the world. But in this case, it was a short film. It was an English film called Dollar Bottom. If I remember, it was a pretty good film. But man, I didn't come to see an English private school comedy. I wanted giant boulders and temples and explosions and... Anyway, it was uh, originally directed by Roger Christian, who's currently working on Prisoners of the Sun, starring Salah himself, John Rhys-Davies. And the film was originally set to star young indie star Sean Patrick Flannery. Now, if there's something you want to discuss about Indiana Jones, maybe a segment idea, your tale of indie, or just want to say hi, don't forget you can send me an email at ed at comicgenius.com or you can discuss it further in the forums at rebelscum.com. Well, that's it for episode two of the IndieCast, and they said we'd never make it. Check out the show notes for further details on the stories we covered, and a special thanks again to Dustin, Dan, Jason, Pete, everyone at theforce.net. This is Ed Dollister telling you to remember... If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. 
This podcast is not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or Paramount Pictures and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Indiana Jones site can be found at www.indianajones.com. Indiana Jones, all names and sounds and any other Indiana Jones related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Force.net LLC unless otherwise indicated. Five minutes would have been enough.